0: Thank you for downloading the Walking on Air podcast. Before I begin, I would like to thank the three fantastic sponsors of this podcast. Where are you going on holiday this year? Will you be exploring the mysterious moorlands of Dartmoor or the lovely lakes of the Lake District? Perhaps you would like an adventure in Andalusia or an autumnal wine walk in Sicily or Spain? Do you want to return to the roots of Nordic walking and have a go at cross-country skiing in Norway Or are you looking for a challenge walk somewhere further afield in Africa, India or Canada? You can find holidays to all these incredible destinations and many more at walkingwomen.com. Local women guides provide in-depth knowledge of each area and will encourage you to walk a little longer and walk a little higher. Use the discount code WOA23 to get a £50 discount off your next walking holiday. Walking women take care of the organisation so you can take care of yourself. The next sponsor is the go-to supplier of brilliant Nordic Walking Poles. NordicWalk.store is the leading independent online retailer of quality Nordic Walking Poles in the UK. Always warm and friendly, I can vouch for the fact that you will get excellent customer service in their capable hands. NordicWalk.store will deliver Leckie and Excel polls the next day anywhere in the UK and if you need advice about which poll is right for you, then contact Paula, who is always happy to help answer your questions. And finally, have you ever considered turning an activity you love into your actual job? If you enjoy being outdoors, meeting new people and staying fit, why not train to become an instructor yourself? British Nordic Walking offers internationally recognised, high-quality instructor courses and provides amazing ongoing support for its instructor network. If this sounds tempting, then you can book an instructor training course with a £25 discount if you visit www.britishnordicwalking.org.uk, click on the Train With Us tab and book using the discount code WALKING23. I trained with British Nordic Walking back in 2014 and it provided me with all the information I needed to start teaching and gave me the confidence to set up as an instructor on my own. As a British Nordic Walking instructor, you too will benefit from ongoing support from the community and CPD opportunities to enhance your own knowledge. Further details, discount codes and links to the sponsors' websites can be found in the show notes. Hello, I'm Mary Tweed, an instructor with British Nordic Walking, and I'd like to give you a big welcome to Walking on Air, the podcast for the Nordic Walking community. Here we talk to experts and learn about the benefits of walking in general and Nordic walking in particular, as well as other great tips for well-being and improved health. In Episode 17, I talk to Joanne and Tony Burke, who established Nordic Fitness Ireland in 2018 in County Clare on the west coast of Ireland. Joanne had had a long career in nursing and Tony in IT, and they are both now fully qualified Nordic walking instructors. As well as running programmes for regular walkers, they have developed a range of Nordic walking saleable experiences for visitors to County Clare, So today in our conversation, they share their experience of creating Nordic walking packages for the tourism industry. I think that this will inspire instructors to consider how they can market their own area for tourists and also inspire other listeners to think about packing up their poles and exploring further afield. Hello and welcome to Joanne and Tony Burke from Nordic Fitness Ireland. Welcome to Walking on Air.
1: Hi there, thanks for inviting us along.
0: I want to start by asking you both how you first got into Nordic walking.
2: Well, I got into Nordic walking uh, basically when I started um, uh, doing some running and I was using uh, normal trekking poles and I moved into ultra running and I went to South Africa and I was doing different parts of Europe and I was watching the guys, I was using my trekking poles and I was watching these other guys and they were using the Nordic walking poles. And I thought, you know what? They seem to be going quicker than me. They look more efficient than I do. They seem to be you know, converting their power usage so much more efficiently. I'll try that. So then from there, we said, let's, let's learn. It was one Sunday morning uh, when we were just living outside Oxford at the time. And uh, we spotted a course we said let's try the Nordic walking so we went along to that and I think Joanne maybe you can sort of tell us a bit about the course that that got me into it and from there we learned Nordic walking.
1: So um, I didn't really know anything about Nordic walking except that Tony said I really need to go and learn how to use these poles and at the time Tony was running ultra marathons and I was training for a marathon and I said okay so we meet the criteria but getting a little bit fitter we're reasonably fit already but hey ho let's go along give it a try so off we went went to the course and there were people there there was somebody that had a stroke somebody that had quite significant neurological issues there was a lady probably in her mid-70s there was Tony and there was I and I said this is interesting (laughs) Um, anyway everybody on that course got something out of it so me going along, not knowing anything about it, been a bit skeptical about using poles anyway. I said, this is amazing how this um sport can actually help people with quite low fitness and quite significant health needs, right up to people like Tony that were running ultramarathons So it was giving a whole range of people and it got me thinking i was due to retire from nursing i'd been a nurse for 40 years so i carried on nordic walking and then decided to train as an instructor and then we were moving back to ireland so we brought nordic walking to ireland
2: and the benefits have been fantastic you know absolutely loved uh, the you know the the actual improvement for me and actually taking some sort of the extra weight off the legs and actually improving the upper body fitness and the overall posture I did find that I was enjoying my long distance uh, running events, which because they're long distance, people tend to walk most of them, uh, unless you're the elite. And I'm not elite. So I, so I do my best to finish within the cutoffs. But the, the poles made all the difference. Yeah, the technique, the Nordic walk technique made all the difference.
1: And Joanne, what other benefits did you find? As an instructor, the benefits are seeing this whole range of people getting benefit and that's very rewarding. So we've had people that could barely walk for a kilometre uh, that are now climbing the, the highest point in our county, which is amazing. So they've gone from very low fitness levels to now been reasonably fit doing Nordic walking. From my, my own point of view, I actually have quite significant arthritis in my hips. So I now can still walk long distance with my Nordic poles because it's taking that, that pressure off my lower limbs. So it's, it's been amazing. Just really, really beneficial.
0: That's really good to hear. I wanted to speak to you both about how you kept your business going through the pandemic, because we've spoken earlier and I think you've both done an absolutely brilliant job with this one in a very innovative way. And I wondered if you could share it with some of our listeners.
1: Okay, so obviously during the pandemic, our business was closed down um, because we, in fact, in Ireland, we could only travel within two kilometres of home for the first lockdown. So we had to think about how we could keep our Nordic walking community together. So we decided to go online. So people said, how can you Nordic walk online? So we, we started off initially just with a, a Nordic Natter session, that we would just meet them for a coffee and make sure everybody was okay. So then we extended the Nordic Natter that we'd have guest speakers in. So lots and lots of different things that were all related to walking. But that was great. That was all the chats. But then we said we needed something a bit more physical. So we did a, a stretch and flex class online. So uh, that was just again to keep people mobile, keep their balance improved, and that was good. And then we started doing some virtual walking. We'd looked online about walking online and how you could do it. And we came across lots of American videos on YouTube lots of ladies in their lycra, um, and then it looked very boring. They were all just marching up and down, and it it wasn't exciting. So we started creating little stories about our walks, and we would relive walks. So one of the walks here is called Mullock Moor. It's in the Borough National Park. And we described walking up Moloch Moor as we walked virtually. So we would say, right, now we're going to be climbing over some stones. So that would be an exercise of lifting high knees. But again, everything we did related to walking. So we did walks in caves, we did walks in woods. Uh, We did one, um, it was building the giant causeway with Finn McCall. So that was all lifting boulders. And... Each week, it just got a little bit madder um, as time went on, but everybody enjoyed it. And in the half an hour class, we were getting nearly 3000 steps. So it was really worthwhile for people. So they enjoyed that.
0: I love the creativity involved. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And obviously we're all going into our second summer of living with COVID restrictions and people in the UK and Ireland are limited as to where they can go on holiday, but we can travel freely between the two nations. And I know that you live in a particularly beautiful part of Ireland. So I wondered if you could tell our listeners why it makes such a good tourist destination for Nordic walking.
2: Yes, yeah, so I'll take that one. Uh, so basically, we live in the west coast of Ireland, uh, near to Shannon Airport and what they call the Wild Atlantic Way. Uh, we're located near an area, County Clare, an area called the Burren. We're near to the Burren National Park, which is a um, a very famous, called the karst limestone uh, area, a plateau. And you wouldn't describe them as mountains as such, but they're like little mountains. But there's lots of trails. And there's lots of uh, woodland areas around the boat embedded in some of the valleys and also around the edges. Combined with spectacular views towards islands off the West Coast, where there's nothing between you and North America. To go for a walk along the Cliffs of Moher, we took a group over from the UK, which was fabulous, it was about 12 people. We took them along the Cliffs of Moher for about 10 kilometres. And you could watch the sun drop down in the distance and we could stop for tea and it's just spectacular. So I think the, the area we're very lucky to be in, probably with the pandemic, it's it reduced the number of people who've been able to travel back and forth, unfortunately. But hopefully things will start to, to move in a direction that we, we can start traveling a little bit uh, more extensively. Yeah, is good. It does
0: sound gorgeous where you are. So I just wondered how you actually go about marketing Nordic walking as a tourism product.
1: Okay, so that's interesting, and obviously with the pandemic we're now trying to uh, market to local people uh, within Ireland. Nordic walking is not well established in Ireland, so people actually don't even know what you're talking about um, when you talk about Nordic walking. So uh, we've been working with our tourist board called Vulture Island about marketing your saleable experience. So rather than just marketing Nordic walking per se, we now have saleable experiences. So it's walking stroke Nordic walking with something else. So we have Poles, Picnic and Prosecco. So this, they get a taster of Nordic walking. We go for a short walk and come back for a picnic and prosecco. Uh, yesterday we had a walk and afternoon tea. So the walk was to the, the local monastery, which is a 12th-century monastery. So the walk's about four kilometres, and then people come back and have their full, very English afternoon tea. <laughs> so th- that's been good. We have walks with wine and cheese. We have an adventure walk that they can do where they can see five counties. So rather than just looking solely at Nordic walking, it's the add-ons that go with it. And that's particularly important for the domestic market because they don't know about Nordic walking. Now, prior to the pandemic, groups would contact us for people that already Nordic walk. So we would know the trails that are really good for Nordic walking. So they would either contact us for us to guide the walks or they would ring us to ask us about where to go. We can give them the maps and suggest routes for them to do. We have accommodation on site as well. So we have a full calendar on our website. So we have our own websites, both for Nordic walking and the accommodation. So that helps in terms of marketing and of course social media, um, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, you <laughs> know, it's yeah. learned that. Yeah, just to, add,
2: just to add to that, before the pandemic, we were talking to groups in, um, in France and who were very interested in coming across. And so we were talking to local hotels in terms of packaging up a larger group coming to Nordic Walk with us being the guides. We tell them about the archaeology, the history, the geology is combined with the Nordic walking. And, uh, and also help those who maybe need some extra training which was good but that sort of died the death a little bit with the pandemic but we're starting to reopen those conversations again going forward which is going to be great uh, particularly with our our good friends in the uh, in Great Britain you know the UK mainland yeah um, it'd be great to encourage uh, and we got lots of friends in Nordic walking across different parts of the UK and we just love to see and we welcome them with open arms if they came to the west of Ireland, we look out at them, basically. Yeah. So you um, may
0: be targeting individual Nordic walkers, or are you wanting Nordic walking groups to come over, or a bit of both?
1: Either or, yeah. so both. So if it's individuals, obviously we have accommodation on sites that they can come and stay in, or if it's larger groups, we've got contacts with some of the local hotels, or if they wanted a youth hostel, that we have a range of different accommodation providers that we can work with.
2: Yeah. As well. And just to add as well, one thing before I forget, is the, we're also in contact with Discover Ireland, which is very much around promoting Ireland in, in the markets, such as Nordics, for example. And given that two-thirds of the population of Finland where we originated, uh, Nordic walk, uh, we know that there's a market there that the, the, they would be prepared to travel to the west of Ireland if they see that Nordic walking has got a presence, because it's something they're comfortable with. So that's something that we're exploring going forward.
0: Brilliant. And is the one of the 10 steps that you find particularly beneficial?
2: Yeah, I'll go for it. Well, actually, there's two, to be fair, right? <laughs> uh, the, You're allowed to. I'll yeah. um, start off with, it's the second one, but the extend fully I really like. But I like the push and the extend fully, right? And the main reason I like the push and the extend fully is because it converts a lot of the power in the upper body through into the push and then extending out. I find it particularly useful in the mountains, when you're going up steep slopes. And if you do it well, you can combine the push, extend fully, the um, the release, and a some rotate, not so much the lean when you're going uphill. And I've used it a lot when I'm on mountains, on mountain races. And I actually overtake the runners. And there, I just do my mechanical system of using the push, extend, uh, the release when you're pushing all the way through, and you know what? It, it works like magic and you overtake the runners and you get to the top. And usually they always overtake me as in revenge further <laughs> up, because they don't like the old guy with the sticks overtaking <laughs> them up these 600 <laughs> meter slopes. But that's my favorite part. Of it. Yeah.
0: I think I agree with you. It's like having an extra jet engine or something yeah. as you go uphill. It just makes it so much easier, doesn't it? It's absolutely fantastic. And um, finally, I would like to ask you what your top tip from each of you would be for walking on air.
2: You yeah.
1: So I think my top tip is learn a great, great technique from a qualified instructor, so they can really help you get the most from your from your walking, um, so that they can advise you what what what's best for you to reach your goals.
2: Wonderful. Yeah, I, I absolutely second that one, one hundred percent. Particularly the the qualified instructor bit to get things right. Um, but I always sort of like to say, just get out and do it and enjoy it that's the
0: key thing for me wonderful Joanne and Tony thank you so much for coming on walking on air today it's been a real pleasure talking to you both and I'd like to thank you very much for your time
1: thanks it's been thank great to much. come along great. thanks, thanks to very you. much bye
0: that great conversation with Tony and Joanne has certainly given me food for thought I particularly love the idea of going on a poles picnic and prosecco walk If you have enjoyed this podcast, please do share it with friends and family. That way we can get Nordic walking noticed by more people and therefore increase the number of great destinations to visit with your poles. I really hope that you enjoyed walking on air and that it has inspired you to get outside. If you have any questions about Nordic walking or a story that you want to share, please get in touch by emailing hello at walkingonairpodcast.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have enjoyed doing so, then I would be extremely grateful if you could spare 30 seconds to like and review this podcast on the platform that you listen on and hit the subscribe button. It will help spread the word about Nordic walking and about this podcast. Do join me next week. And finally, before I go, I would just like to thank this episode's sponsors, British Nordic Walking, NordicWalk.store and Walking Women. Their support enables our community to share knowledge and learn together.